Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ooh. Did You Bring Earplugs, uh, a musical misadventure with four ma- multifaceted malcontents. Uh, my name's Julian Whoa. Suga, and with me, as always, are some people. Mm-hmm. People, introduce yourselves. I'm Mike, just Mike. I'm Howdy. Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm Sasha. I'm Hi. Jillian. How are you? God. <laughs> are we committing to no last names? My, I have a big last name, man. I don't know. It's I actually, even hard for me to say. See, I like, actually, the letters are huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somehow that was that was put on your birth certificate. It was. Mine is also, like, hyphenated, but I never use it. Like, mm. I just use the last part. Do you, guys, like, wa- do you guys want to make up last names? Oh, no. yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if I just got rid of one, why would I want to take another on? Simplify, <laughs> you know? Like, take ownership over your moniker? Mm-hmm. Well, as always, uh, our fifth member of the podcast is always in the room with us, and that's the ghost of Phoebe Bridgers. Phoebe? She's here, right? Mm-hmm. Did Some, you guys see somewhere. her come in? I think she's in the kitchen. She may or may not be here. She might be in the bathroom. Um, so, folks, we're in September right now when we're recording. Um, this will also come out in September, so I don't know why I am talking about this. But uh, September is one of the waning months of summer. Uh, summer, as you know, is full of... Warm weather, warm hugs, grass caterpillars, grass caterpillars, and um, Italian ice. Warm laughter. Warm laughter. (laughs) Can I get everyone's best warm laugh? (laughs) 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 You guys are bad at laughing. (laughs) Um, But be funnier. Yeah. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, One thing that always comes with summer are summer jams. So. On this episode of Did You Bring Earplugs, we're going to talk about our favorite summer jams. And just to be very, very extremely, entirely crystal clear, listeners, that is jams spelled J-A-M-Z. And don't you forget it. And don't you forget it. Uh, Who wants to start us off today? Somebody else. I feel like Mike and I always start. Yeah, look, that at literally you, narrows it down to me. <laughs> exactly. Or or or, right, which, well, so, or Julian. So you come first alphabetically for J names. Yeah. Do we want to go reverse alphabetically? Sure. Okay. Come so so that means I'm going first. It sure okay. does. Okay. Well, uh, boy, this was this was a real a real tr- me- memory trial. I guess as most of these topics end up being, right? Yeah. Um, Let's just cut to the chase. My summer jam that I chose, perhaps very embarrassingly, is uh, the song The Impression That I Get by the Mighty Mighty Boston's. That's got, you're goddamn right. Nice. D- this this present summer in in the summer of our Lord 2019. No, 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 <laughs> did you think it was supposed to be jams of this summer? Yeah. Oh, oh. Well, I most well, certainly did. We have our bases thought, covered with you then. That's yeah, all I thought goes. one hit wonders for next episode. Spoiler alert. 
Oh. Too bad you can't cut shit out. We're bleeping that out. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if you want to real quick think about maybe a past <laughs> summer jam. <laughs> I'm pissed. <laughs> oh, Jillian has left the well, podcast. Well, it's probably good that she didn't go first then. So anyway, um, the impression that I get by the Mighty Mighty Boston's is from the album Let's Face It that came out in 1997. I think March of 1997. And... Uh, so just to provide a little bit of background, um, I, I didn't have cable consistently when I was uh, a, a lad, um, but for the summer of 1997, I sure did. And I would stay pretty glued to MTV mm. to just catch a glimpse of those of those besuited Boston's playing their good, good ska music um, and specifically playing the impression that I get. And this was um, this was during kind of the the zenith of MTV sun, summer programming where mm-hmm. they would, uh, you know, broadcast from a remote location, usually like, I don't know, Daytona beach or some, <laughs> you know, STD ridden, uh, you know, summer resort somewhere. Um, and I, to my memory now, I, I would literally just wait around to see this video cause I wanted to see it so bad. And this was obviously before the era of streaming where you could, you know, have things on demand and you really just had to wait, for your luck to to you know come gotcha, up, yeah, um, yeah. There's there's a bit of interesting history behind the song um, that I didn't know about before doing this research. But um, more than a year before the album, let's face it, came out, uh, the song actually debuted on a compilation called Safe and Sound, a benefit in response to the uh, Brookline Clinic violence, mm. um, which were a series of nasty, nasty shootings um, that mm. occurred at Planned Parenthood. Um, mm. Um, more importantly, however, uh, this song appears on the soundtrack to Digimon the movie, which um, <laughs> real deep cut. There, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, but if you think about it, they go hand in hand. <laughs> Did, <laughs> um, you know, there's Digimon are always skanking, wearing skinny ties, uh, checkered vans, and uh, pork pie hats. Um, yeah, Digi- the Digimon are real rude boys. I believe every time Volcanomon comes out, they play Mighty Mighty Boss Yep, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, every single time. Um, yeah, it, uh, the video is pretty basic. It's your basic, uh, uh, you know, music video performance clip, but uh, it's, uh, I don't know, it's really fun. It's really high energy. Uh, the Boss Tones are maybe the only rock band I can think of that have a hype man, Um and literally, he's just known as the boss tone, and he does not play any musical instruments. He does not sing in the band, the boss but he just dances on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also their style consultant, I believe. Really? No, I'm just Oh. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> he is the boss tone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I want to live in a world where he is their style consultant. Their influencer. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, n- not much more to say than that. Uh, I this wasn't my entry point to ska music, which um, I listened to a lot of in high school. Uh, that was that was no doubt. Who I, I think their album preceded this one by maybe a year or two. Um, the, uh, Tragic Kingdom, that is. Um, but uh, yeah, the Monty Money Boston's were kind of a perennial favorite of mine during that that era. Um, even though I, I I didn't. I think it was mainly Let's Face It that I listened to. Uh, that's a great album. I, I have actually revisited it from time to time throughout my adult life and, and find it quite enjoyable. Um, Were they ever on the Tony Hawk games? I feel like they would have been or could have yeah. been or yeah. should have been. Uh, to my memory, no. Uh, there was definitely Ska yeah. on those soundtracks. Um, uh, Superman by Goldfinger yes. is, a, is a definite standout. That one standout. comes to mind, yeah. Um, 
I think also New Girl by the Suicide Machines. Mm. Mm. Um, who am I remembering? Yeah, um, there were a few Scott, Scott tracks, but yeah, not not a Mighty Mighty Boston's track that I can remember. Okay. Um, fun story. Uh, so, um, I think my senior year of high school, so that would be two thousand three. Uh, the Mighty Mighty Boston's and Real Big Fish played a three night residency of shows <laughs> at uh, the House of Blues Anaheim um, at the Downtown Disney Complex, uh, to which I went uh, to sh- two two shows of. Um, and got kicked out one time because um, it was a really packed show and people were getting like free little cups of water and like throwing them up into the air over the crowd and like cooling everyone off. Mm. And I thought I was being clever and I like ducked down below the crowd and threw my water cup <laughs> up into the air. And then like five minutes later, I felt the steely cold grip of a security <laughs> guard uh, oh, no. guard's hand on my shoulder and I was escorted out of the premises, oh, um, no. much to my friend's chagrin because uh, uh, I drove them there. And, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I would have been fine if they didn't leave as well, but they ended up following me out. So, hmm. yeah, it was kind of a bummer. But boy, yeah. <laughs> The, the ska days. I, I, I don't miss them, but I do recall them fondly. So how would you uh, define this as a summer track, then? You listened to it the following summer a lot? Um, yeah, that, that summer of 1997, I feel like that was the song that I was always dying to hear. Um, mm-hmm. It's really the only distinct uh, song memory from, from that summer. Um, and... Uh, yeah, that's about it. It's more, yeah, more of an association than anything else. It, it does. I don't think it's necessarily indicative or emblematic of summer vibes. Um, it's it, certainly the lyrical content is it, but um, it just it, it kind of defined a summer in nineteen ninety seven. What that would have been middle school for me, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Youngin'. Yep. Young lad. Yep. A, a young rude boy. <laughs> a rude boy, not yet a rude man. I'm just a rude boy. Not uh, yet. A my, <laughs> Wait, you're my going already? S- my song rock kind of segues into that. All right, Mike, take, take her s- away. In the same vein of like conjuring up images of summer 2008. So my pick is uh, Is There a Ghost by Band of Horses. I could sleep. I could sleep. When I lived alone. Cease to begin. Jillian uh, is having such so a it journey was released over in like time period. <laughs> Are we using? <laughs> Wait. Um, yeah. <laughs> it might be okay, Jillian. It might be okay. Just let it just let it happen. Just let it wash over you. Mike, take So yeah, the song Is There a Ghost uh, was released in the fall of 2007, but I listened to it a lot in summer of 2008. Um, Left for Dead had come out, and I was just playing the shit out of that all summer while still going to college and doing my courses. And I 
um, I ended up doing a lot of uh, like 3D art and design, making assets for Left 4 Dead. And during that time, I would put this album on repeat, just obscene amounts of time that summer of 2008. But Which album was this? Uh, Cease, uh, cease to begin, but because I liked Is There a Ghost so much, you know, like when you have a favorite single, you'll play the single, listen to the whole album, and then play the single again. Sure. That's kind of what I would do there. So this song just brings back a lot of memories from the summer of 2008. Um, but the song, it seems like it would be kind of deep where you think this person is haunted and has issues and is not sleeping well because of it but uh in a later interview the front man of the band uh brad bridwell had stated the song was based on an ice maker in my house that was freaking me out (laughs) and that was he first prefaced that by saying i suffer from paranoia really badly and the thing that inspires me most is once i get into that horrible isolated area i think i'm being watched uh, I've written songs that are based specifically on that feeling. So the ice maker was making him feel paranoid? Yeah, probably like going off late at night, maybe waking him up and thinking that there was like some paranormal force in his house. I'm not uh, sure. A possessed ice maker. Yes, but like that song stuck with me because the f- the following summer in 2009, I was dating a girl and had seen an apparition it's in their house. Life. Which had <laughs> floated through the wall. Wait, so the song kind of like. You can't just stop. You can't just gloss over that. You were dating someone else. I was, no. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was dating somebody and saw a premonition in her house. So. Okay, whatever. And then you started dating the premonition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Exactly. That hot ghost. So, yeah, a lot of, lot of memories like. Sexy ghost. Are conjured up during Can, the can song. you tell us more about this apparition that you saw? Uh, I also felt like I was like being watched while I slept in that room, like separate room. Uh, and one night I was laying down and I like had tilted my head 90 degrees up because I felt like something was watching me by the door to the garage. And I looked up and I saw this shadowy apparition that was just like barely floating above the door. And then it floated backwards and like phased through the door. Damn. And then what do you think it was to follow it? Oh, I know what it was. So to follow this up, uh, I had mentioned it to my significant other's mom the next morning. And she had stated that somebody had committed suicide in the room above the garage. Yeah. A a family member of theirs or like, no, the previous owners. Yeah. Which, was it was a long time ago before yeah. that, but yeah. Please refer to it as died of suicide, Michael. Sorry, yes. Sorry, I had to. I have to be that person. But yeah, so the song just brings up a lot of those memories. But it's a good album. I would recommend it. Uh, is that the only time you've ever seen a uh, a ghost or an apparition? Uh, no. Me and my mom and my brother had seen one at, in my childhood. T- days. Together, like at yeah, the same time. Yeah. Yeah, they're uh, holding hands in the, in the basement. It had like walked by or kind of you know glided by the. Just kind uh, of was like the bay place. windows, <laughs> like it, there were sheer curtains, and we had saw it. It walked by, and we had thought it was my sister coming home from cheerleading practice. So we all ran to the side door and had looked out near the bay window, and the house was very very long. It was like a good 
60, 60 feet long. And we had immediately ran out there to look and didn't find anybody. So there was no possible way that somebody, unless if they had sprinted immediately after walking by mm -hmm. the bay window, would have not been present, like running around the following corner of the house. There was cool. nothing there. So. Mike's haunted as fuck. Yeah, fuck we yeah. were we were all freaked out. It's after fun that. living with him. That's why all your cats are constantly staring, staring into just like empty spaces because yeah. of all the ghosts that are following you. Yeah, around. it's all Mike's fault. Nice. I love it. Well, hopefully it's like Sixth Sense ghosts where they're just bad at communicating and like they, they do it in really scary, startling ways, but they're really just trying to be helpful. Yeah, mm -hmm. like trying to open jars for you. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. You got it. <laughs> or just opening all of your <laughs> you know kitchen cabinets simultaneously. Yeah, and scaring the shit out of Tony Collette. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Phoebe, where are you at? We need your help over here. I mean, she's clearly a, a benevolent apparition. It, it, not even benevolent. She's just like neutral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, um, assuming that Jillian does not want to go, Jillian is opting out of the podcast forever now. <laughs> she's not <laughs> she's, gonna be here. <laughs> she's just jumping she's out the kicking window. Kicking the hand iron. <laughs> All right, Sasha, what do you got for us? Um, so I think I'm cheating. Sorry, I'm gonna be. Ch I cheat a lot on this podcast, but I'm gonna pick two songs. Are you saying that you're on other podcasts, other musical podcasts? I mean, I can't. Wow. I'm Podcast yeah. infidelity is the worst type of infidelity. I'm sorry. Um, but I'm picking two songs from an album that came out in 2017. I believe it came out. Hold on, let me look really fast. If it came out in the summer of 2017, hurry, 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 hurry. Um. Okay, it did come out like around this time two years ago. So I am picking two songs from LCD Sound Systems album, American Dream. Ooh, I love that album. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and Jillian's back. She's back. Well, She's yeah, here. now that we're picking songs from 2017, I feel like I don't have to take a deep dive into middle school and yeah, high school. Yeah, don't worry. No, we're, we're there's, no, there's no it's rules, fine. Jillian. This is the, no rules, just right. The do, what, do what your body do feels. Do what your body feels, yeah. We're going to have so many words after this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so pissed. Um, so for me, they're summer songs for different reasons so i i don't really think i have a lot to say about either song but um i'm gonna pick i'm gonna start with oh baby track from American Dream. Um, I, I feel like I don't read a lot about songs as much as I would like to, so I don't know uh, everything that it's about, but it's basically just like about a breakup. Um, it seems like I, I was kind of reading a little bit about James Murphy's comments on it, and he basically said like that he had been allowing himself to write from different times in his life. Um, oh Baby is kind of one that's like dealing with the aesthetic and emotional world of his of his 80s in a way that is unjudgmental so um, his 80s as in like the 1980s i'm assuming yeah okay. or well maybe maybe his actual 80s because the music video is like it features sissy spacek and another oh, yeah. older um, male actor david something 
Um, yeah, I, I can't remember. What I haven't was. actually seen the video, but I was reading about it, and I guess it's like, um, it looks like it's set in the future. So it could be um, James Murphy as an 80 or older, or like maybe not 80 year old, but like an older man. Yeah, I, um, I watched it once, and I feel like the premise is that it's, yeah, it's, it's in, like, the near future, and there's this older couple that lives out in the wilderness, and they're two scientists. Yeah, and yeah. And they make some breakthrough, but then there's, like, a break-in at their house, and I think the husband ends up getting killed. Yeah, something um, like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, like, reading about it, and people were like, if there were Oscars for music videos... This would be a contender or something. Um, but yeah, I think that song, I don't know why it reminds me of summer. I think it reminds me just of like driving down a long highway at like evening time. It's just like an empty road and it's very like... A summer breeze. Yeah. And you're with one person and you're, mm-hmm. maybe you're just kind of relaxing in a <laughs> top-down car. And it's just like a very like relaxing... Well, I'm looking at Mike because I can imagine it. Um, (laughs) It's a breakup song, though, so I don't know if I should really be looking at Mike. Um, But (laughs) nervous laughter. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it does remind me of that. I don't know, just the 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 synth of it is very like. There's a really very like simple but not too intense build in that song. Like there's Mm -hmm. like sort of a break in it towards the end that I love and it kind of makes you feel like once that hit, you kind of go into overdrive. And like, if you're driving, you just start going faster and faster and like, and you just let go of the wheel. Yeah. And just, yeah. yeah. Your foot just continually presses that accelerator and mm-hmm. then you just, yeah. Yeah. And that's what it feels credits. like. And you're like, what happened to them? Mm-hmm. They died. They clearly died. Oh God. <laughs> they tried together, but it's fine. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so first song and then I'm um, second one I'll pick is called the police. This is no because I feel like when it came out at the time it was so relevant because I think it's kind of a, in reference to a lot of things that were going on politically at the time. Um, but like that song is just such a banger, even mm-hmm. though it is a very intense um, political song. Um, it just, it's such a banger. I love that song so much. I think I was listening to it pretty regularly throughout summer 2017. And that was like a really hard year for me. So like, when a band or artist that I love comes out with music at like a really hard time, it's kind of hard for me to let go of that. And so that song came out at like a really important time in my life and just was one of those things where I was like, this is going to stick with me for a while. And it stuck with me throughout the summer. So I think that song came out like May of 2017. So like, yeah, that, that and 
what other song tonight well so, was, was well, it tonight that, tonight came out after i think right or like well there there i remember there were a couple american tracks dream. that came out ahead of time i think it was american dream actually that came out the Singles. title track came out as a mm-hmm. single after call the police and then i think it was tonight and then it was like oh baby or yeah something. no you're right because yeah because i remember them i remember lcd performing both those songs on snl yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah um, so yeah, I just, you know, and also it reminds me of Pitchfork cause we saw them that, that mm-hmm. summer and that was the first time I think many fans had heard call the police. It seems like, cause I think I remember we were next to this group of guys that were super into the show Very tall, <laughs> and bros. like they were singing along to every single song. And like when that song came on, they were just still like enjoying it, but they didn't know it. Yeah. <laughs> so like every time I, like every time I think of that, that show i think of those guys because <laughs> they were so happy <laughs> to be there like but yeah that that was like i think pitchfork that year was like a culmination of like a really interesting summer um but seeing them was like a dream come true too because it's it's just one of those bands like we never thought would come back and then they came back mm-hmm. and yeah it was a joy so those are my summer songs nice Good Jillian. job, Sasha. Are nice. That was well curated. <laughs> was it? Now that okay. you brought that, that Sasha <laughs> yeah. brought us back to Thank you, uh, Sasha. <laughs> to modern day. Modern day. <laughs> modern I had ten freaking panic attacks thinking I had to think of a nineties summer jam <laughs> that was not clarified to me post panic. There are no rules, Jillian. This is this is a, a free for all. The look on your face said something all. different. No holds barred. Mm, okay. All holds allowed. Well, with that said, my summer jam. <laughs> is Maybe You're the Reason by the Japanese House. That's of this year. Oh, I forgot to say 2019? 2019. AD? Current. Current summer, all summer, and also most of spring. Wait, is it AD or? Yeah, it's AD. Okay, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think Spotify recommended it to me somehow. And I started listening to it, and I was like, wow, this is such a freaking bop. Um, And I loved it. And then the next day, Julian Baker, my absolute queen, mm-hmm. posted about it. And I was like, oh, then this must be really, really good. If she likes it, then I like it. And Japanese House is primarily the work of one person. Amber correct? Bain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. And she's incredible. Um, I saw her when she came here a couple months ago, and she was really incredible live. Um, she's a lefty, but mm. she doesn't play a left-handed guitar. She just plays... <laughs> the guitar upside, upside down. down. Yeah. Oh. It's very hard to do. It Wait, so, yeah. w- She's so incredible. the tuning knobs are mm-hmm. on the bottom? Wow. Wait, so why, why would you do that? I don't know. I'm left-handed, but I, I play right-handed. I don't know how that works. That's nuts. Wow, that's... Yeah, that's really... Inter- oh, and then the strings are in reverse order. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, everything. Oh gosh, that's crazy. Whoa, She's why would you so do that? She's so good. Yeah, she must I don't know, be really watching her then. is like, very mesmerizing. Yeah. I bet. Does she perform with a full band? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she has, like, backup vocalists that are pretty good, too. Um, but she's just, like, everything she does is very seamless and effortless. Um, and for the sad side of songs that she writes, like, they're still upbeat, some of them, and some mm-hmm. of them are just so drony that you can just lay back and let yourself feel all the things. But maybe you're the reason is a song I've had on repeat for a very long time now and this entire summer. So it's my summer jam. Okay. Nice, nice. I meant to mention runner-ups. I'm sorry. forgot to do that. Good. Can I mention rubber-ups? Oh. Rubber-ups. Rubber-ups. <laughs> Rubber them up. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's what I say to, uh, to um, you know, when I'm putting on a prophylactic. I say, rubber-up. Uh-huh. Good. I'm glad you do that. Um, so mine... <laughs> Jillian hates me so much. <laughs> I'm in a mood today, guys. I, I, well, like, I wanted to pick, I was, like, trying to pick, think of my songs for the week or whatever, jams for the week, and I was, like, I would pick all of these as also summer jams, but, um, never mind. <laughs> what? No, no, come on. You can do it. Um... This episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I was just thinking, I was trying to think of like different years of summer songs, and so like I think none of these are, I have no idea if these even work at all, but like from, I think this song is from the summer of 2012. I was thinking, Are You Mine by Arctic Monkeys, and then 2015, I think, it, I was thinking, Everybody Wants to Love You by Japanese Breakfast. Um, I don't know if, okay, that's going to be my song for the week. So every week on Did You Bring Earplugs, we give you a little little bit of homework. Um, and we will collect these in a playlist that I have uh, been very lax about updating. Um, but these are songs that we want to share with you, that we want to uh, put out into the world. And uh, they're just they're songs that we love ATM at the moment. Um, and this is a little segment called Songs for the Week. Spelled W-E-A-K, for some reason. Because um, we couldn't think of anything else. Yep, and it just fits. Um, so uh, uh, we'll maintain the order. I will go first. Um, we were talking about summer jams uh, on this week's episode, so I want to recommend the jam of the summer 2019 that isn't um, by Japanese the Japanese House or mm-hmm. Japanese House the Japanese House, um, and that is the song "Drunk Two by Mannequin Pussy. Their 2019 album Patience uh, that came out earlier this year. Um, it's it, it's an odd summer jam because it is um, uh, like Sasha's previous recommendation. Uh, it is a breakup song, and it is about dealing with the emotional fallout of a breakup and kind of the way that can ripple out into your externalized behavior and um, how it can affect uh, the way that you relate to people. Um, but it is also set to a very dancey beat and the vocal performance is wonderful and, and mesmerizing so, so. and, 
Um, yeah, it's just, it feels like a perfect song. Um, I, it was released as a single uh, before the album dropped, and I listened to it 8.4 million times, mm-hmm. and uh, it also fits into the album really seamlessly, and it's just the best song, That's and it. you should go listen to it. It's so good. Mike, just Mike. What's your uh, song for the week? Yeah, my jam for the week. My jam for the week is the song Cattails by Big Thief. in april and but then the album came out this summer and played that album way 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 too much you really did (laughs) i love uh, it so much it's a good one to play too much yeah yeah but this single is still probably my favorite off the album like i love ufof as Mm -hmm. well but Mm -hmm. uh this song is very evocative you know talking about the great lakes and just has like a really good uh picture that it paints you Mm -hmm. know really good lyrics just beautiful vocals beautiful guitar Mm -hmm. uh just really yeah just really catchy beautiful song and just like so relaxing too that good that guitar is like uh. yeah and i and that song is fuller episode that um that they did for it the way she talks about like how she came up with some of it i wanted to like scream because i was like how does she like just Think of things, like, think of these things. I don't know. It's just the way she was talking about the, I think the accidental piano or whatever that she came up with for the song. I was just like, oh, yeah, I got really, you. I got really emotional um, <laughs> and hearing then, yeah, her describe the songwriting process and mm-hmm. how, um, how naturalistic it was, how, yeah. it just, how the lyrics just sort of came to her and how, you know, she, they basically just improvised the what what ended up being a large portion of the final take with yeah. the bassist. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, it, it must be, it must just feel magical, like being around people who are that in Half tune with each other through music, yeah. mm-hmm. um, who don't have to necessarily, um, you know, communicate verbally. Right. Um, yeah. They can just pick up on each other's energy. Yeah, and like, they make it click. Mm-hmm. And you can just, he- like, feel it too, because they're just so good. Yeah. Sasha. Um, so... I this was like sort of a runner-up song for me for um, summer jams. Um, I'm picking "Avocado Baby" by Lo- Los hey! Campesinos. <laughs> I haven't thought about that song. Um, I would like what I was thinking about. I was like thinking about when we saw them, um, like years ago. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just um, 
it, yeah, it's like one of those songs that always ends up on a summer playlist for me. Like, it's just such a good, fun song. I think it's also about a breakup or like a broken heart. Um, because like the lead singer talks about, like Gareth talks about how like an avocado has a hard heart and like, yeah. you know, even when it, it's broken up, it's still like, I don't remember exactly what he said, but it's still like whole or something. I don't know. I don't yeah. remember exactly what he said. It's, it's kind of a silly analogy, but yeah. once you hear him explain it, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I just, I love that song. I love that album. I like, I've been revisiting that album particular lately, I just, it's a great album. No Blues by Los Cancinos. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's it's great Bob song. Yeah, it's a, and it really sets its own stage with that opening, um, like, four on the floor bass drum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, I know. Um, also, the video is interesting. I had never seen it. We watched it this morning. Yeah, so yeah, it, it's like a it, game it's, show or something. Yeah, and, and that, I think that's in the lyrics mm -hmm. uh, at some point. I um, think that I'm the host of a terrible game show. show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't wait to clip that out. Cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jillian, <laughs> what you got for us? Oh my goodness. Um, I, I meant like the song clip, not, oh. like, not like edit that part out. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I thought that was pleasant. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, my song of the week is I Think Jam You're All Right. Uh, Jam for the Week. <laughs> <laughs> Cut! Do you want to see tomorrow, Julian? Or... <laughs> nah? Okay. Um, my Jam for the Week is I Think You're All Right by Jason. enough for you that was perfect I yeah loved it. it's one of my favorite songs by jason probably my favorite song by jason what album is that off of that's a great question let me check it's on every single playlist of mine <laughs> <laughs> oh no it's on that like ep uh yeah i think it's just a single that she put out yeah i think you're all right oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. okay yeah i think Singlet. it's just a single yeah single uh, yeah. I think you're wrong. I'm uncultured, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> oh, of course. Well, what do you like about it, Jillian? Uh, it's the best song. It's like telling the person that you're crushing on or that you're like dating everything that you would do for them, like like everything you could be for them and to them, and it's just the cutest. I love it so much. Aww. Every time I listen to it, it puts a big, stupid smile on my face. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 Have you uh, gotten into her new album yet? I haven't gone on a deep dive yet, but I'm very interested in seeing her uh, when she comes here, which I think is like oh, next yeah. month already. The 18th. Or is it this month, the 18th? Oh, of October. Sorry. Yeah. 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 So mm, I'm going to have to do that. 
see if I'm going to go for that ticket. <laughs> cool. Go for yeah. that fucking ticket. I know. Are oh, you going to go? Get that well, I think that's when Big Big Thief is playing, actually. Oh. Mm-hmm. Same, same day. Yeah. And Slater Kinney. I'm okay with that. Sophie, uh, Sophie's Well, Slater Kinney is playing two songs, or two shows, so. Mm. I really want to see Big Thief so bad. Yeah. yeah. But also, Jason, it's going to be a hard pick. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. Hard pick. Cool. Just flip a coin. Mm-hmm. Just flip a coin. A big-ass coin. Big ass big thief coin, and then you can p- pick the sides after you flip the coin. Yeah, real bullshit. It's mm-hmm. a good idea, Mike. Right. Totally. <laughs> Said big thief could be tails for cattails. Mike Ooh. knows exactly what he's doing. I don't know. Yeah, flipping a coin. <laughs> yeah, flipping a coin. Anyway, uh, that does it for this episode of Did You Bring Earplugs? I uh, want to say a quick thank you to Josh Stanley of Modaf the Band for supplying our theme song. Woo-hoo. You can Thanks, find Josh. Modaf's music at modaf.bandcamp.com, and you can also follow them on Instagram at Modaf the Band. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, please do so. Now. At dybepod at gmail.com and you can also follow us on Instagram at dybepod um, as of a little bit recently we are on Spotify Apple Podcast and Stitcher yeah. all your major podcasts platform carrier things mm-hmm. um, go review us on Apple Podcasts give us a good review yeah. talk about how sexy our voices are how good our recommendations are how it feels like you're just having a conversation with three, four friends. Uh, how many four. people are there? Five. Four point five people uh, that you just really want to get to know, um, and then speculate about. Um, I don't know. The speculate future. about. Yeah, ghosts. speculate about about specular ghosts. Um, guys, anything you want to say before we sign off for the week? Love you. Bye. <laughs> Have a great week, y'all. Julian hates me and all of you listeners. Uh-huh. So just keep that in mind. What are you going to do but about it? But not Mike and Sasha. Sure. Thank you. Thank Who you. doesn't love Mike and Sasha? Anyway, oh. we'll see you next time, listeners, on the airwaves of the Pod Music House. Bye bye. Bye. Why were we clapping? <laughs> For me. <laughs> oh, okay. She made it. Round of applause. She didn't kill us. <laughs> she made it through. She didn't murder Julia. Congratulations. <laughs> that's that's yet to be determined. The day is still very first young. online on uh, on thing podcast murder. murder. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Ooh, we could we could just like very quickly pivot to a true crime podcast, uh-huh. but like one where there's no mystery whatsoever. It's yeah. just right. Like, oh, Julia oh, we is stabbing do me with a knife. Repeatedly, mm-hmm. oh, it went into my chest. Because she went was into my mad. Yeah. And then we'll get Sarah Kane to come on and... And, and, and voice. Yeah. Just make say one thing and walk away. Yep. She did the murder. I'm Sarah Koenig. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.